Listen to me. I'm talking to you. Listen to me. I'm talking to you. You know who it is. It's Big Al, baby. <laughs> and I'm in the house. You better watch your mouth. Today's episode is called Are You Focused? I don't know about you, but there's a lot of things in life that blocks my focus and gets my vision blurry. Stay tuned, and Big Al is going to be right back. Hello, welcome to another episode of Big Al's Life Journey. We're on this journey together in life, and we are talking today about, are you focused? <laughs> That's powerful, man, when I think about, are you focused? So many things we tend to focus on today in our lives, you know, and what do I mean by the word focus? What are we focusing on? You know, it's... uh. A lot of chaotic situations in life, a lot of crime, there's a lot of sickness, diseases, there's war. There's a lot of things that capture our focus. And sometimes in our lives, when we tend to focus on certain things, our vision becomes very blurry. I don't know about you, baby, but my vision and my life and my focus has been blurry at times. And the definition of the word focus is the center of interest or activity to pay particular attention to. Let's look at what people are focusing on today. People have a lot of different focuses about things today. People tend to focus on things, they key in on things. When things bother their life, they can't stop talking about them. So their focus tend to be directed toward that particular thing. The five most worried topics for people around the world today, according to our 28 country issue survey, coronavirus. Wow. Remember when coronavirus first hit? Nobody really knew too much about the coronavirus and people were dying. Some people got into the political aspect of it and they were saying, oh, that's just not real. They're just trying to force us. They're just trying to control us. They're just trying to... But people were dying from the coronavirus, you know, and uh, some people I know died from the coronavirus, so... That was a hard time when Corona really was at its height. You know, it says that 36% of people are really worried about this, this epidemic of coronavirus. Then it's unemployment and jobs, you know, 31%. You know, poverty and social equality, 31%. Financial and political corruption, 27%. And crime and, and violence, 26%. Wow, we see a heavy wave of crime and violence today and 
people just going in robbing stuff, people shooting stuff, young people lost their way in life. You know, I thought about myself when I was young, man. I mean, we cared about fishing. We cared about, you know, riding our bikes. To me, when I was young, if I didn't get a new bike by summer or Christmas, forget it. That's the, <laughs> That was like the height of my summer, my man, my lady. That was the height of my summer. I was like... Man, you get a new bike and you ride up certain blocks. People are like, oh, kids are like, oh, I want to get a bike like that, you know. And today we got young men killing each other. We got young men shooting up malls. We got young men killing their, their grandparents, their parents. What has happened? So there's a lot to be focusing on. What is our focus? We read these statistics and we see the percentage of people worried, you know. How should our focus be? In the world today where there is so much uncertainty. There is so much uncertainty. And as you talk to people and as I talk to my co-workers, everybody's concerned. Their focus is set on the news. Their focus is set on their neighborhood. Their focus is on the mall. Their focus is, you know, when I go out, am I going to be shot? And more people are, are carrying weapons, you know. And, and that's not a good place to be at in life because... When fear comes into your life, when, you ha when you're paranoid, I've been there, when fear just overwhelms you, you react to the fear, you know, and you're not in your right mind, you know. You're not, you don't have the right focus. Your focus is blurry. So all these things are happening. They're not maintaining the right focus. Their focus is blurry. Fear is at an all-time high. Our finances are on the ropes. And let me tell you something. Financially. <laughs> on the ropes, man. And that terminology, ropes, comes from boxing. When you're boxing and you're with that opponent and you guys are duking it out, they always tell you stay away from the corners and the ropes. Because when you're on the ropes... You're vulnerable. You're like, you're on the ropes and you're, you're trying to protect yourself, but that's not the place to really box. The place to box is in the center of the ring, you know. So, because when you're against the ropes, your opponent has an advantage. And I kind of feel our finances are on the ropes. Our 401ks go up and down, up and down. Social Security, <laughs> I don't even know if we're going to have Social Security one day. And the way money gets thrown around, you know, in countries and spending for this aid and spending for that aid, you know, our finances is on the ropes, you know, and sickness, man, I'm telling you, people are sick in their body. It's not just Corona. There's a lot of sicknesses people have. There's a lot of arthritis and different things people have in their body and they're fighting and they're, and, and they're trying to get better and they're trying to get healthier. Anxiety, people fear and worrying brings on that anxiety and people having panic attacks and and then there's war, you know, wars, rumors of wars, wars taking over, people's lives are getting destroyed, people are fleeing their countries, you know, people are refugees running to other places. Man, we're in a serious, serious crisis. So where is our focus? Are we focused? And what are we focusing on? Focus and and the ability to focus in this life is so, so important. You know, how do we maintain a positive focus when everything around us is negative? Is that possible? Is that possible to maintain a positive focus when everything around me is negative? Is that possible? Wow. A lot of times in our 
and and our focus is blurry. It's not. It's not. It, it's so easy to lose our focus, and and you know, and be positive. Because a lot of times in our life, we have positive things, right? But we don't see the positive thing. We concentrate on the negative thing. Have you ever watched the news and you see what's going on? And then your whole your house is secure. Your house is blessed. You you got you know you got food. You got jobs. People are pretty healthy in your house. And then you look at that one thing. Your focus begins to get blurry because you're concentrating. You're not concentrating on the fact that you're blessed. That your household. You know you have what you need. You know you're you're thinking about the evils in tomorrow. You know evil already has enough evil within itself. So we should be concentrating on what we have in front of us, not what's going on out there, because that can block our vision. And I'm not saying not to be concerned and not to prepare ourselves. What I'm saying is once you start focusing and indulging on things that does not matter to us in life, it's going to be a problem. You know, it's going to blurry our vision. Then we cannot be focused. Then we cannot have that positivity. It starts in our house. It starts in our house. In Psalm 91, verse 1 through 16, David, he said something that was very interesting. Those who live in the shelter of the Most High, first of all, if I live in the shelter, right, of the Most High, there's one thing I will find. I will find rest in the shadow of the Almighty. So I'm going to find rest, right? My focus is on God, right? When my focus is on God, it says I'm going to find rest. Not only am I going to find rest, I'm going to find rest on the Almighty, because God is a parent. God, uh, God promises to protect us. This I declare about the Lord. He alone, he all by himself is my refuge. A refuge, a place of protection, a place of shelter, a place that encompasses my whole life, you know, round about me. God is my protector. He's my refuge. He's a place of safety. It says, he is my God and I will trust him. It's like when you're a little kid, right? Your parents, they do everything for you. You have no fear. You know, mommy washes your clothes. Daddy goes out to work or they both work in these days that we live in. And whenever you need something, <laughs> they're there. I remember my mom and dad, man, every time, oh, I need a new pair of sneakers. Okay, you get it. You're never worried about the food on your table, right? Because your focus, what was your focus back then? Your focus was on your parents, knowing that they were going to provide that every need that you had. Of All you had to do was ask. And God is the same way. God is our parent. And if we take all those negative things in our lives, right, and we put our focus totally on God, like it says, if we live in 
his shelter, if we allow God to come into our lives, if we allow God to take full charge of our lives, we can sleep good at night, we can rest better at night, and our focus will be maintained. We would have that positive maintained focus all around us in a negative environment. But if we take our focus and we place it on things that's going around, like those statistics, you know, the sickness, the financial, all those things are real. I'm not trying to say they're not real, but we can have peace, right? We can have rest if we allow God to, to, to be in our lives and if we allow him to direct our lives, right? He, If we trust God, right, it says he will cover us with his wings. He will shelter us under his wings. You ever see like an eagle or birds? When the little baby chicks, they they lay on the eggs and they put them, they put the the babies underneath their wings. God is saying, "Listen, if 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 you trust me, right? If you trust me alone, and you go underneath into my presence, I will I will do that to you. I will gather you underneath like a bird does with my wings. I will take you underneath where you don't have to worry, where you don't have to fear, where you don't have to uh, worry about those things in your life that's going on in this world. You know, the shootings, the killings, Lord, the finances, you know, all those things you will not have to worry about. In verse number nine, this, I love this. In verse number nine, it says, if you make the Lord your refuge, your protection, if you trust him, if you make the most high your shelter, verse 10, I like this, no evil will conquer you. (laughs) And there's so much evil out there we have to worry about. Evil will not conquer us. No plague will come near our home. Verse 14. The Lord says, I will rescue those who love me. Wow. Wow. God is saying, if I love him, my focus, right, is on him totally. Are you focused? My focus is totally on him. And he says, if I love him, he said, he will rescue me, right? Not only will he rescue me, he said, if I love him, he will rescue me. God wants to have a relationship with us. God wants us to love him. God is a real person. God is not a system. God is not in the building. (laughs) God is the God all by himself. He's the God of all creation. And he says, if I love him, not only will he rescue me, if I trust in him, he will keep me. I will protect those who trust in my name. He said he will protect. There's protection if you trust in his name. And if you love God, he said, I'm going to rescue you from what evil? It says that no evil will conquer me. So I have to be very careful where my focus is. And I'll be the first one to tell you. You get into dark places in your life, right? Things are not working out. Things are going south. He's like, wow, this is not working out. But it tells me one thing. If I trust in him and if I if I believe in him and if I love him, he will rescue me. Sometimes as we, we just got to keep walking in life, never giving up. Things are never going to work out the way we always planned them. You know, have you ever planned something or you save money for something and you believe in this? Oh, yeah, you're happy. And then all of a sudden something else happens and you need that money for something else. Or you're like, 
oh man, I was trying to, and I, that money goes to something else that you need, or someone needs that money. There's always something, but my focus cannot be on those things. Sometimes people have bad relationships, you know, their focus is on that relationship. They can't shake that person. They can't shake th those things. But listen, if I keep my focus solely, solely on the Lord, he will rescue me. And then verse 15 says this, when when they call on me, God says, if you call on me, I will answer you. So it tells me if I call on God in my darkness, you know, in my situation, we're talking about are you focused? And if my focus is slow, solely on God, right? He said he will answer when I call. He said, I will be with them in trouble. He said, I will rescue and honor them. God is saying, I will honor you and rescue you in a time of trouble. You know, that's what we've been talking about. Are you focused? You know, and what are you focusing on? Our focus is so easy distracted. If you watch the news, you listen to people. You know, I've heard stuff so many times from people, and it doesn't even turn out to be true. You get yourself all worked up over things. And then when you get to the place where you're going to where they say all this is happening, it didn't even happen. It wasn't going to happen. Sometimes people get uh, misinformation, you know, and then they make like a whole story out of it. They make like a whole thing out of it. Instead of you going to enjoy something, instead of you trying to enjoy your day, your focus becomes very blurry. And as your focus becomes blurry, you can't see anything. I remember once when I, I went to a doctor, an uh, eye doctor, you know, several times, you know, you go for the uh, monthly checkups, uh, whatever, you go for your eyes check. And they do a thing called the glaucoma test. And you sit there with your chin on the, the glaucoma thing and it, it shoots a puff of eye. The room is dark now, and it puffs your eye, and your eye, your vision is blurry. And then it does the other eye, and your eyes are blurry. You know, sometimes our lives are like that. In situations, our focus is off. It's blurry. You know, we're, we're like that boxer. We're in the middle of the ring. Then we find our lives drifting to the corner. We find our lives drifting towards the ropes. And that is a bad thing when they say stay away from the ropes. Don't go on the ropes because you're vulnerable. And when you go on the ropes, he, the opponent is he's hitting you, right? That fear is hitting you, right? That anxiety is hitting you, right? That fear. And you know what? Your, that sweat in your eye begins to run into your eyes and your vision becomes blurry, you know? And that's... And, and, and it says, get away from the ropes. Get off the ropes because you're vulnerable. And when, you, when you're vulnerable, when you're on the ropes, you're getting tired of getting pounded. And sometimes you feel you can't take it. But listen, my friend, you can take it. You know, because we were just reading in Psalms 91, it says that the Lord rescues those who love, he rescues those that love him. So we have to put our trust and keep our focus. We're talking about are you focused? Our focus solely on God. That's the only way we can have true victory in our lives if we keep our, our faith and our trust 
slowly on God. There's no other way. Because if not, our vision is going to be blurry. We're going to find our lives drifting towards the ropes. And you don't want to be on the ropes, baby. Because once you're on the ropes, you know, you know, and it's just, just a matter of time before the enemy, the enemies of life, the fear, right, that torment. I can't sleep at night. I can't eat. I'm worried about my husband. I'm worried about my kids, right? But it tells me if I put my trust in God, if I trust him, like you build that relationship with people, with life, with your kids, with your husband, with your boyfriend. You build these relationships, and what happens? It becomes a matter of trust. Take the same thing with the Lord, right? And you build that trust and that confidence in Him. That's what we're talking about. Are you focused, right? Philippians uh, chapter 4, verses 6 through 9. It tells us to do several things here. It says, do not worry about anything. That's like, <laughs> that's easier said than done. Don't worry about anything, right? Instead, pray about everything. And let me tell you something. Have I ever done that? Absolutely not. I think I did more worrying than praying at times. I don't know about you, baby. But Big Al, baby, I have did some worrying in my day. But it tells me not to worry. It tells me to pray, right, about everything. How many times do we really pray about everything, you know? We see a need. We see something. We just run to do it, right? And it says, tell God, right? This is what we've been talking about. It says, tell God you need and thank him for all he has done. It tells us, tell God your need, right? And it says, thank, it says, and thank him for what he has already done. It says, then you will experience God's peace. And that's what we need. We need God's peace. We really do. And this world we live in, we need God's peace, which exceeds everything we can understand. His peace will guard our hearts and our minds as we live in Christ Jesus. That's something else there. It says his peace will guard our hearts, right? You know, guard us. It will protect us. There's that protection thing again with God. God is a protector. And and, and your minds, it says your heart and your mind, your mind will be protected if we live in Christ, if we make Jesus our choice, if we depend on God, if we say, God, Jesus is my choice, and Jesus, I'm depending on you today to keep me safe, to keep my family safe. And verse number eight, it says, And now, dear brothers and sisters, one final thing, fix your thoughts on what is true, right? So it's telling me to keep my focus, my thoughts, my focus on what is true, right? So if I'm going to be focused, right? You know, we're talking about are you focused? If I'm going to be focused, right? And all these negative things is around me in my life, right? And I'm going to be focused. It tells me this. It says fix your thoughts, right? It starts with our thinking. You believe it or not, because one thought can get, it can run in, it can run wild in your in your mind, you know. And what is true, right? What is true? God is true, and what He's saying, He's going to rescue us and protect us, right? And what is honorable, and what is right, what is pure, what is lovely, what is admirable? It says, think on these things, that excellent and worthy of a of, of a praise report. Now listen. If we're going to maintain that positive focus, right, in a negative environment, in a negative world, it tells me I have to have to, I have to think right, right, and and there's something I have to do as I'm thinking right. I got to think on what's true, 
right? What's honorable, what's right, what's pure, what's lovely, right? It's telling me to have this focus. It's telling me to have this attitude. It's telling me to think on these things. And as I continue to think on these things, you know what's going to change? I'm going to change. I'm going to see negative things around me. I'm going to see the disease around me on the left. I'm going to see the disease around me on the right. But my focus is solely on God. And I'm living in Christ. And I'm thanking Jesus. And I'm doing these things that I need to do, right? And I'm going to have that positive attitude. I'm going to have that focus, you know. All you focus. You know, because you can have a negative focus and you can have a positive focus. I tell you what. I choose to have that positive focus. And I want to thank you guys so much for tuning in to another episode of Big Al's Life Journey. Now think about it. Are you focused? I tell you what, there's a lot of things out there in life to focus on. But let's focus on what we talked about today, that positive focus, because there's so many negative things around us. And I thank you once again. It's Big Al, baby, and I'm in the house. <laughs> you better watch your mouth.